Hey, Dakota, it finally happened. What happened? You watch Kindergarten Cop? Yeah, I was going to tell you, oh, but I can't believe you. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Uh, uh, who here has watched Kindergarten Cop besides Dakota and I now? I feel like, every, well, I have, but I just felt like that was a staple of childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems like a thing that happened in the 90s for most folks, right? Yeah, for most folks, except for, you know, Giacomo and, and Blaine, apparently. You know, yeah, those two it, heathens. It didn't happen to me till 2023. <laughs> uh, thank you, Netflix, for putting a bunch of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. As Terminator yeah, 2 is there Netflix? now. I'm yeah. going to watch it tonight. They're, they're promoting uh, FUBAR, most likely. So they probably... Yeah. yeah, I'm, I, yeah. I tried watching yeah. the first episode, and I couldn't get through it. I uh, might try again later, but... Yeah. Is it FUBAR? Uh, Would you say it's FUBAR? See if that's a word. <laughs> Maybe uh, it's a, it's an old acronym for um, effed up beyond all repair. So my favorite thing about our whole entire episode that we recorded and we had the whole you know kindergarten cop stuff going in. Um, somebody in our Discord has kids who who go to the kindergarten cop school. So he was listening to the kindergarten cop <laughs> our discussion while dropping <laughs> off his kid. And it genuinely made my day. It was the coolest, coolest thing I've, I've I've seen in a long time. That is pretty cool. You love to see it manifest itself. Yeah, yeah. So uh, today we have uh, Garrett and Sia on, and we're going to be talking about BAO, the Bay Bay Area Open. This is the biggest tournament that uh, BAO has ever held. Uh, Frontline Gaming, typically. The year before, uh, we had 13 or they had 13 people show up. And this year, we had nearly 30. We had 29 players. Um, Garrett, was this your first big tournament? Uh, this was my first big tournament. Yeah, it's the second time I'd gone out to anything competitive. It was a blast. Woo. Oh, yeah? That's what I like to hear. Yeah, yeah the, the you, my friend, I believe we were talking and you were said, Hey, I have a display board, you know, should I bring it out? And I was like, hell yeah, you should my guy. Um, (laughs) and I, I was not prepared. I was not prepared for what you brought. It was absolutely stunning. We have a couple pictures on our discord. I said, I I know that you said you're not really on social media. Um, but we're going to post them in our Instagram, the squad games, uh, squad games dot entertain or squad dot, games.entertainment and in our, our discord, but you got to take me through some of that process. Oh man. I, I, well, I'm blushing. Um, (laughs) 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 no, I, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, (laughs) it was just kind of, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, I guess what I'll say is, uh, I think y'all are being very kind. Um, but I've also just seen what this community is capable of. And I feel like, um, there are some like really, truly incredible artists and artisans in this space, um, that have definitely been a source of inspiration for me since I've gotten into the hobby. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like I can't hold a candle to a lot of them. So it's a, a, a voyage of, um, of improvement and discovery and, you know, learning new skills and I've loved all that, but I don't feel like I've arrived. So, um, I, I don't know, <laughs> but how I'm humble of you, my sir. Yeah. How, how humble, how humble. A why little... don't we, why don't we describe what, like what it was that you did and then maybe tell us some inspiration behind it because it really was a very neat show stopping piece. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, so I, um, actually got so a lot of the inspiration for the way that I'm approaching this hobby, um, comes straight from Emmanuel. Um, I think I've given him due credit, um, in, in the past, uh, you know, more directly, but, uh, uh, he, his, like the way that he kind of approaches, uh, um, his proxies and got totally bought in on orcs. Um, I remember listening to him talk on some podcast um, uh, about that process while I was uh, like 
walking around my neighborhood with my colicky daughter like a year ago um, mm-hmm. and being like, whoa, that is uh, it, it was so freeing and gave me so much permission to be like, hey, I can like build and proxy stuff in this space and uh, not just build the kits. Um, and so anyways, all that to say, um, I did an orc proxy um, for Project Orc Band. Um, started that back in like October of last year. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a, been a labor of love. Took a long time to put together. Um, but I kind of like was close to putting the finishing touches on that at the beginning of the year when I heard the BAO was going to happen. And I saw the packet and was like, hey, there's some hobby track in here. I'd been kind of like hearing whispers and rumors about hobby track. I don't go out to a lot of events. So I hadn't actually gotten to really... Uh, um, partake in that so far, but, you know, wistfully looking at it from afar. Um, and so I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I like this team. I feel like I've gotten the models to a good place. And so, um, kind of started building it up from there. Um, and I, I don't know, this, this happens also in like the, the games that I play and the terrain that I build and whatnot. Um, I really like kind of a more naturalistic environment. Um, I know the, the grim dark, uh, future doesn't really always provide opportunities for that. There's a lot of like, you know, rubble and, uh, you know, planets blasted to glass and whatnot. But uh, I, I like to think that there are still pockets where there's nature. Um, and maybe it's all on death worlds or whatever, but, uh, you know, it's, it's nature. <laughs> like Dragon Ball Z, no matter how, many, how, much, yeah. how much they blow up, there's still environment they have not blown up. Exactly. You know, na- nature finds a way. Nature finds yeah. a way. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. And so I, I wanted to lean in pretty hard to that. Um, I... In, in you know other parts of my life i just really like being outdoors too and so it's uh, kind of near and dear to me um and then the the proxy that i did for the far stalkers is uh um it's based on age of sigmar um cruel boys and they've got con- kind of some some swampy vibes already um and so i decided to lean into that and do kind of a, a swamp scene and just started, you know, trolling YouTube, seeing what folks both like directly in miniature wargaming and then in like all of the other, you know, peripherally related spaces. Man, there's so much incredible art on YouTube. Um, there is. So like, you know, folks making dioramas and, um, you know, like model railroad and all, all that kind of stuff. And um, so, yeah, that provided a lot of neat techniques for me to try out. And uh, some of them I failed horribly at and had to reset on and. Others uh, just worked the first time, which was cool. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so there was like a combination of a whole boatload of um, like uh, terrain sculpting. There's a 3D printed cliff in there, some uh, uh, like a, a resin pour, some UV resin water, um, and uh, and one really wonky dead tree uh, made out of uh, out of hot glue. <laughs> but yeah, cool. So I have a couple questions for you. Um, firstly, I want to say I had dinner with Emmanuel last night and uh, Alex Squires from Strategic Advantage, NG, and Rob, who does our narrative, and his wife. And we all talked about your your hobby track, and he told me that uh, you reached out to him and you guys talked, chatted a bit, and uh, he was very impressed. So um, good job. And you're... Your dedication and the amount of effort that you put into this display board does not go unnoticed by other artists. And we all know how long that effort and that amount of completion takes. So oh, as man. humble as and you as so humble does my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so does mine. Trust me, I get I get I get blown up every time I, I do a project. <laughs> Sorry, Saya. Um yeah, but I, I do want to tell you that uh, it was extremely appreciative about, I could just sit there and appreciate your art because of how much effort and detail you went through. A thousand percent. Right it was absolutely astounding. Well, thank you. It's really nice to hear. Sheldon also thoroughly believed that. He was like, hey, can I just give this person like a hundred score? Like, <laughs> I don't even need to judge anything. It's just amazing. And I was like, dude, you're the TO. Do it. So like, (laughs) you know, uh, I kind of spearhead the hobby track movement in kill team, but you know, like it's every TO's prerogative to do what they want. Um, I wanted to ask you, who's your favorite YouTuber or the, or the YouTuber that you learn the most from? Cause I also watch quite a lot of YouTube and I have a couple. 
Oh, geez. I, I honestly, I can't pick a favorite. Like the list of stuff I'm subscribed to is like a mile long at this point. And I, I feel like it's an organic process every time I go through it. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if I could pull like one up to um, to highlight. I think. Well, let me let me see if I can. Um, no, I'd, I'd have to go look at channels. Uh, you know, actually, no. I I, I got I got one. Um, okay. Eric's Hobby Workshop. Eric's Hobby Workshop. Okay. Is oh, awesome. okay. Um, yeah, yeah. He is he, awesome. He's he's got a great vibe, um, and I think that like. I really appreciate um, both like the quality of the stuff that he puts out, um, but also like the kind of accessible way that he presents it and the like not overly finicky and fussy, you know, kind of approach, which is freeing, you know, it, like opens you up to kind of experiment and feel OK about whatever the outcome is going to be. So, yeah, I, I really like really like that. I definitely if I if I see something come up live for, for him, I'm like, yeah, I'm there. Awesome. Uh, I'm a big fan of Luke's APS personally. Uh, he taught me a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Eric's hobby workshop is also awesome. Do you guys, Giacomo Saya, do you have anyone that, uh, YouTube that, you know, floats your boat? Juan Hidalgo. Yeah. That yeah. dude is a G. Yeah. I, I do too. Let's, let, let me look up his name real quick. I hate when you ask me name questions. I'm like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> like, um, oh, it's right here. Um, I can tell you. Yeah, tell me. Torbarian. Oh, thank God you said it because I just saw his name. I was like, oh God. <laughs> yeah, that guy is amazing. Uh, his, his work is incredible. And um, he's actually, he has a Blood Angels tutorial that I'm kind of basing my Blood Angels off. Not completely, but it definitely, he inspired a lot of the work I'm doing on my Blood Angels right now. So, Saya, when you, this is the first time you've ever taken intercession. Um, and oh, you, yeah. I, I know that you haven't finished your, your blood angels, but what was the process like for you painting them? And, uh, did you enjoy them more than painting warp coven? The sheer panic of trying to get a team with three colors on them, like four days out before, you know, I did that with warp coven though, too. So I do this to myself. Uh, actually, uh, I have to say, because when you play warp coven, you also have all the Zangor and, um, I find that these it's it's very mixed feelings because I, I want to say these are simpler models, but with them being simpler, you can see mistakes a lot easier. Uh, I I don't know. I uh, I I, I want to finish them before I actually fully answer that question because it's like I really did just slap three colors on them, so I can't really I can't really say anything. Okay, um, I took a big hobby expedition on this one, and I neglected my my heroes once again. Uh, didn't make a two years strong, board. babe. Yeah, two years strong. I ended up uh, was commissioned for a uh, piece of art, uh, and it was uh, Halo Casserkins, and uh, they were also at the event, ran by Austin, who won the event. Um, but uh, it, they were a lot of fun to paint and and work on. Uh, personally, uh, I really like Halo, so I was keen to take on the project. And um, it's also my very first uh, miniature commission. I've done a lot of terrain commission for different people, obviously, um, including designing, making new terrain and stuff like that. So it was a very fun project to do. And you guys can see that on our Discord or I think I put it on Reddit. It did pretty well on Reddit. Garrett, you said that you do, you make terrain. Um, what other games or systems do you make terrain for? None, none other systems, none other games. I like <laughs> kill team is the extent of my foray into war gaming. I, I picked it up, uh, uh, on the recommendation of my brother-in-law, uh, at the beginning of this edition. It's, it's all I've got. Okay. What is your, what is your origin story to 40 K? What was your first purchase or your first, uh, site at, uh, these miniatures? Um, you know, I, let's see. Uh, so my brother-in-law picked up Octarius mm -hmm. and I was like, Hey, pick a faction. Um, I went and like looked around a little bit, um, was between orcs and Harlequins, grabbed Harlequin, Harlequins, uh, brought them to one event. Um, 
didn't really like the way they played and realized that it didn't teach you a whole lot about how to play the game. So I was like, Hey, yeah, you got to ignore uh, half the game with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, all right, uh, Blake, uh, you know, my brother-in-law, uh, let's see those commandos i started painting them totally fell in love um and it's been been orcs ever since so i feel like orcs is an infection like people who play orcs yeah it's a fungus fungus. i know but like orc (laughs) players in general i feel like are definitely infected by these models because they become like zealots (laughs) well it's the same thing with imperium People, uh, yeah, know. I know. Absolutely. I just had to say that against orcs because you know how I feel about them. Suck but, it, Emmanuel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's 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 pretty uh, entertaining when you go to like LVO and then someone starts a war chant, a war, a wog chant, and then you hear like 15 or 20 people all start the wog at the same time. It's it's quite out of a thousand people and you just hear it echo throughout the, the chamber. It's, it's quite entertaining. In- yeah. Infectious is right. Infectious is right because even I've I've joined in a couple wogs, you know. You (laughs) you have to, you know. It's just like it's the same thing when you believe in your dice, you know. Uh, You just gotta believe in the game, you know, and then 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 you'll do well. So, yeah. So Garrett, uh, this is your second event ever, and you took fourth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of. Kind of, um, you know, with a, with a little bit of help from Saya's dice, I think uh, we we didn't play any of that, but <laughs> but I did get I did get a buy, um, okay, in the in the third round, um, which uh, you know we had to roll off for. So again, thank you, Saya, for that. <laughs> um, I, you know, you know, it, right. <laughs> you know, it's 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 not a it's not a bad thing to to take a buy right uh, if you think about it there was six players six round or six players at that event got buys right because we had one less person so it's never a bad thing to ever discount or discredit your win or how well you did because there are six other people that could have also gotten a buy right so even though you got a buy round three um you know, I think that you still went win, draw, win to end the tournament, right? That is true. That is true. Yeah. No, it was, I mean, it, it was a blast. Um, I had a ton of fun, played against some really awesome folks all the way through. Like, n- no bad games, no bad opponents. Uh, th- that's not doing anyone justice. They were uniformly, like, awesome opponents. I had a super fun time and really loved meeting everybody. So, yeah, it was a fun run and uh, some really close interesting games that came down to the wire and you know a bunch of them happened to you know go my way i I was you know i was proud of the result um and uh you know far stalkers are uh uh yeah they they take a lot of headspace um so you know that i was able to kind of hold it together enough to to make that happen uh yeah it was fun it was cool I, i enjoyed it that's good uh it's it's fascinating um I see that in round two, that was the only game that you actually lost, and it was to Rachel. Oof. She's awesome, yeah, by I the got, way. I got stomped by Rachel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> serious props, Rachel. You uh, you definitely uh, worked my team over. <laughs> yeah, she's a part of the Bats uh, team, and she's always been super kind. Uh, very good player, in my opinion. Um, Saya, did, did you have any any games that really stood out to you? Um. I just played a lot of Legionary. So at the end of it, (laughs) I was like, it was like the weirdest setup. And honestly, I won every single game against Legionary and I did not know what was going on. Like that's not supposed to be the matchup. And, uh, and I almost maxed out both, both of my Legionary games. And it was a very surreal experience, but I honestly feel like my dice were like rolling hot on those two games. And then I played Admech and they're like, we're just going to roll. Oh, also when I played Jimmy Kelly, I rolled, I rolled four ones and one roll. And I, I played it. I, Spit a CP to re-roll it and roll another one. I was like, you know, I'm just going to graciously die over here, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> but um, game-wise, it was really cool to play Jimmy because he is, I I consider, like, you know, a, a top player in the Kill Team community. And to be lined up against him, I almost threw up a little bit when I saw it in the <sighs> BCP app. I was like, why am I playing Jimmy? But it was actually kind of cool because I always feel like when you get matched up with people who are... Uh, vastly better than you and very kind to play. Uh, it kind of allows you to relax a little bit and you're able to really 
take it in as more of a learning opportunity. And I have never played against Navy breachers before. And boy, do those babies hit hard. Um, but uh, playing against him, I was still able to get 16 points. Uh, and I, I feel super proud of that <laughs> playing him. So um, that was a really, really great game for me, a really fun experience. Um, I just want to put it out there. I don't want to play any more legionary players, though. So please don't do it's that to me anymore. It's definitely going to be difficult to dodge legionary because it's, it's weird, quite, quite a popular team. Both the legionaries players were like the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. Like just the nice, I think uh, uh, Humberto, like Humberto. He, yeah. He's very new to the scene. And, um, I just like, he, he was playing legionary and, uh, we got a, a rule wrong in the beginning. I don't play legionary. I just try to avoid them as much as possible. So I couldn't help him <laughs> out with that. Um, but, uh, I just, I'm so excited because it's like when we went there, I, I, I'm just going to like describe my experience at BAO. I found it to be a very, very, very fun, fun tournament. Um, it's got a very different vibe to it being in San Francisco, but uh, very different characters. But it was neat because it's like we're so LA based and almost all of the tournament squad, ga squad game stuff is so LA based. It was neat to go and out and just meet new players. And I've mentioned this in my own YouTube channel, but I just think that Kill Team is going to explode soon. So it's neat to watch these little clubs come out from um, Sacramento and you know that their, their scene's going to explode soon. Within the end of the year, you know they're going to have 20, 30 players there. And it's just fun, kind of fun to be there at the very beginning of that. Absolutely. And he, yeah. The other legionary player you played was Daniel Esperanza. Mm -hmm. I believe that's how you say his name. Uh, he was Asparza. my first game. Asparza. Yeah, and Daniel has beautiful models. Man, that oh, guy. That guy also. Gosh. I was so. I was so excited. So Daniel, he sent me his models because they're converted um, to get approved for uh, LVO, and they were amazing. And I was like, yes, yes, and yes. And then he showed up. Uh, to BAO, and I was also very happy to see him there because, again, his models are all absolutely amazing as well. Um, I remember I only recognized him through his models because there's so many people at LVO, but I remember his models being so outstanding at LVO. And when he sat down across from me, I was like, I've seen these models before. <laughs> and, uh, you know, connecting it to the person, like, he's such a nice guy, too. He is. He is. Um, for me, I'll ask you, Garrett, next. But for me, my favorite match of the entire tournament was my very first match. Now, I loved all the opponents that I played. Everyone had a great, I had a great time with everyone. I didn't have a bad match that I saw or that I, that I played with. Uh, but I did have one person that I enjoyed playing the most, and that would have been Humberto. It was his um, first tournament, but we started a bromance, 100%. Uh, he's, uh, he, he, he does Muay Thai. I do Muay Thai. Um, I taught him a few things and uh, we just had the most excellent uh, fun game. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't say <laughs> any more positives about the guy. Uh, I hope he continues to go to tournaments and keeps playing because that's the kind of guy that I want to see at tournaments uh, by far. And Garrett, I didn't get to play you. So, you know, the, sure I'm you're sure nice we'll have too. another opportunity sometime. Um, but <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, will, I, I will double down on the Umberto praise. So he's a my guy. He's Did you play there. him? Did you play him? Well, no, but I, I know him because uh, we like actually play together a lot in uh, the local narrative campaign out of Games of Berkeley. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's part of the local crew here, and he's just really really awesome dude and uh, always a pleasure to play against and super game for everything. So Umberto, mad props. <laughs> Great guy. He just he just <laughs> followed us like thirty minutes ago on uh on Instagram. Just oh, did he? That out there. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's so fascinating because like like Saya said, we are very LA based. We've really like we're like the worm blade cult, you know, infiltrating all of LA. And um, you know, going going up to BAO was such a, a different experience because yeah, we've seen Kel team, yeah a lot of the BATS members were at LVO and we, we rec recognized the majority, but there was literally half of the people that I've never seen before um, or interacted with like you, good sir. Um, and I feel like I made a lot of friends there, right? So uh, I'm, I'm very excited to continue this journey and make more and more friends. That was my favorite part about all of BAO was going out with the dinner with bats yeah. afterwards and also meeting all of these brand new people. So 
and I have to thank everyone who came out and that's including you, Garrett, like without, without that, like all these people wouldn't have had that experience. So thank you, bro. Right on. I feel now, like the, the only downside to BAO was the fact that we were all crammed into one little room together. And that first day, Ooh, I ended up elbowing. I, th- I think it was, um, not Ezekiel. What is Jimmy's other kid's name? Uh, um, Jeshua. 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 I, I think I elbowed him in the face at one point because we were so tightly packed and I was standing up because I, I didn't have anywhere to put my model. So I had to stand up and put them on the chair behind me. And I like at one point I was like rolling dice and I think I clocked him right in the face and I felt so oh. bad. But we were really crammed in there and I was like, oh man, I'm so sorry. But we and I, I, I elbowed him a few times, but I do think I may have got him in the face. I'm not quite sure if I did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We didn't say yeah. anything, but like, man, we were, we were touching elbows the whole time we were in there that first day. I have one more shout out and that would be to Aiden uh, Brewster. That guy, he also plays Imperial Fist and every single Imperial Fist player that we have, uh, that I, that I meet, we also form a bro, a, a bro ship because daddy Dorn is, is all of our dads. So we're all like brothers at heart. Uh, and I love I love the way he paints yellow, and uh, you know I can't say I can't say enough. But Garrett, my guy, man of the hour, who was your favorite person to play uh, at Bao? That is absolutely an impossible question to answer. That's like Ooh. who's my favorite child? I mean, I only have one child, so I have a clear favorite there. So you only like, have one answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got him. Uh, sorry, um, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you got me. You got me. Uh, no, I mean, like, truly, I, I, I can't do it. Right, like e- okay, every single yeah, match had its, own, had its own flavor. Um, but uh, you know, like first match, Thomas, like really just lovely opponent. Second match, Rachel, um, she smiled while she destroyed me. Um, third match by, I got to go hang out with my, uh, extended family for a little family reunion. So that was very nice. nice. Um, that was a nice match too. Um, and then in the second day, um, I played Christian and that like really came down to the wire. I actually like passed Christian the wire is like, a, over time. Um, he's a G to be honest. He's cool. Yeah. Really, really awesome match. And then I played cam and we had a draw that was just spectacular. It was like an Oh yeah. Awesome game. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then finished out against Sean and again, you know, stand up guy. I've played him before and, um, was a real champ despite the fact that I think I, uh, I, I snuck some stuff in with, uh, with crude on him cause he wasn't super familiar with the team. So thanks for, uh, thanks for being a, <laughs> uh, being a trooper, Sean, <laughs> but yeah, they they were all great. They were all great. So yeah. Speaking of cam, I felt bad. Um, I think this was his first com- com- competitive tournament from Kel team and he had to go against Baki round one. Uh, so, oh, you know, I wish I'd have no one. <laughs> uh, although I, I will say, um, my, my first ever competitive game was against Chris, um, at the only other tournament that I've done. <laughs> to be honest, all of the best players that we find or the people that stick around we find have actually started their careers. The very first competitive match they've ever played against was against somebody who was like real, who is, or was really big, you know? So that, 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 fo- that bodes well, bodes very well. All right. There we go. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Trial by fire. Absolutely. Um, did you have how many into the because now this was a mixed tournament it was both open and it was into the dark how many into the dark versus open boards did you actually play on um i played three open board and two into the dark okay okay yeah yeah uh how about you saya i played all into the dark the first day and all open the second day wow okay it was weird (laughs) i i ended up playing four open and two into the dark so it seems like it's still, even with the mixed format, it seems like everyone kind of got a little bit more or less very similar to the right amount of uh, games. Now, we ask uh, new people on our podcast this question every time. I'm sure you know it's coming. Um, but what are, are you a pizza guy? Are you a nacho guy? Oh, or are you a quesadilla guy? I mean, none. Um, okay. Okay. Not to say that I don't have an opinion, but just none of those things have a right angle. 
you know um like Fair it's, it's got to be it's like grilled cheese or pb and j it's something that's got i that swear to, no no you don't get, no you do not get to play orcs and choose grilled cheese i will literally beat emmanuel up to make him stop spreading that no Amanda, that's, that's unbelievable that's wrong that's wrong i'm pretty okay pb and j is alex squires Rob's going to get my fist and you know what? It's such a ridiculous. Okay. I don't even want to be involved in this conversation. Like, I don't know how I keep getting dragged into this, but <laughs> I, I it just, cannot I be a grilled cheese sandwich. If you're cutting a piece of bread in half, like it does not, cause you have to be like half a grilled cheese sandwich. And if they cut the way you, if your mom loves well, you, obviously like, it just your mom never loved you. Half. That's how I got it, but it's still half a sandwich. You, you only get cut sandwiches. If your mom loves you, it. leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. We, we, we derailed so, a little bit. So we cute. derailed a little bit. <laughs> uh, it's we just derailed. food, guys. <laughs> uh, it's almost as ridiculous as the uh, quesadilla one. Like Jacmo was it, like, it "Well, if you chew it into a triangle, I was like, that's not how it works." No one chews it in a triangle. You cut <laughs> it in a triangle. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, you don't eat. You don't eat a circular quesadilla. I mean, that's I just do. Weird. Weird. I've eaten a full. <laughs> Sometimes I'll roll it up just to get it into my mouth faster. Yeah, you're, I you're, understand. I've done that with pizza before. <laughs> I yeah. understand it. <laughs> yeah. The um, who? What is your team, and what did you? Who did you end up coming with, Garrett? Uh, I mean, we we weren't a team until the event. I think we have a team name now. Um, oh, uh, but I mean, this was just a, it was a group of uh, seven folks from the local narrative campaign um, out of uh, out of Games of Berkeley. So oh, the, the Gobnobblers, you know, yeah, the, the Gob. Is it the Gobnobblers? Is it Games of Berkeley Nobblers? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That was what our, the our, hell? Oh, yep, that I, happened. I love it. I love it. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Very so orky. So orky. Yeah, I, that's a good name. So seven of you came out from the narrative league. How how did everyone enjoy their first competitive experience from your from your league? Um, well, it wasn't everyone's first competitive experience. I, I know okay. a, a couple of folks uh, have you know gone to um, some other events, including I think uh, at least one or two were at LVO um, earlier this year. Um, but my and I won't speak for all of them all the way through. But best I can tell, everybody had a blast. Um, I, I think you know the BAO vibes were were great. Um, you know, props yeah, to Sheldon. Um, it just it was a really fun time, and I, I think everyone that I came with had a really good time. So that's good. Yeah, it's it's refreshing the the lack of. Um the lack of drama for this event. Sometimes, you know, there's something that happens here and there, but uh, this one, everyone seemed to have a great time and it's, it's super refreshing. It's very, very nice to see everyone have fun. Yeah. You know, it didn't seem like anyone, at least that I know of had a bad time. So it speaks, no, speaks I, yeah, I, lots of praise for sure. For sure. Yeah. I didn't hear anything either. Certainly didn't experience anything. So Giacomo, uh-huh. you, you didn't get to go. That's true. I did not. I was I was busy that weekend. Um, I'm a little jury disappointed. Duty? I would have. No, it was other stuff. Jury duty. Um, I I had to take a few care care of a few things for my cousin who was going to be out of town. So, um, I did. You don't that. have to justify not going. That's your private business, Dakota. Shame on you. What he didn't? I he didn't ask me why I didn't go. I yeah, he was it. hinting. He was like, jury duty. What was more important? <laughs> I mean, jury duty is not that fun. So <laughs> I've gotten out of it every time. Do you just tell them that you like cut your PV and J's in half or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, mentally, no, I'm I, mentally I, unstable. <laughs> like, they're like, I'm not this girl. I, I would have liked to go because I've been going to a bunch of the other events we've done through Frontline Gaming, whether mm-hmm. we're hosting it or whether we just go to them. Um, I would have liked to see what it was like up there, you know, in the Bay Area again. I've only ever gone about twice. So I think it would have been cool to go once more. Um, here's a question for you guys How was the food up there? It was it was good. I I enjoyed two of our dinners. We went to we went to three places. Uh, we only really ate out at dinners for me. Um, we went to Japanese curry. Saya. We went with Sheldon and we went with John. John is a um, he's a great guy uh, that runs a tournament scene up in Sacramento. He's yeah, on our he's Discord really cool. as well. 
Yeah, he he came with us with a couple times, and uh, he plays Wormblade. He's a he's quite a fantastic fellow. Um, I enjoyed the Japanese curry immensely. Sai, did you enjoy it? I did. I just that thing because when we it took us what seven hours to get there, uh, and because yeah, we were staying, yeah, and then we were staying in a hotel room, so I felt like I wasted so much food. I hate doing that, but I wasted so much food because I'd always be like, "Oh, I haven't eaten seven hours, so I'm gonna get so much food." So I ended up wasting a lot of it, and maybe you know, it was it was good though. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, day two, we tried to go to Benihana's. Yeah. Um, and they had like a two and a half hour wait. So Oof. then we, en- we ended up going to, yeah, we ended up going to Chili's and it was not, <laughs> it was not great. So I didn't mind it. it was fine. We went out Chili's. with uh kill team that, that night. That was really fun though to hang out with everybody. Yeah. We went with John, Dan and kill team. So we went with cam and Austin and Nicole. And yeah. then day three, we went to American bowl, which is a American bowl bar i believe steak and bar or something and uh their food was absolutely delicious yeah great beer too yeah and then i was able to i didn't drink but i did because i had to drive so i drove uh and then that fed me enough where i didn't have to stop and i drove all the way home yeah for five hours so and i slept all the way home so it was great for me (laughs) i woke up the next day so rusted (laughs) now at bao what what else did you guys um have to do besides the tournament like I've actually never been to BAO before. So the way that it works out there is that the frontline gaming aspect, because it's it's a part of, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to butcher this, KabulaCon. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. They they pair up with KabulaCon. Yeah. So, but KabulaCon, oh, see, I said it right the first time and then like, you know, but KabulaCon was in a different uh, hotel, but it was like at a hotel that was like a few blocks down the way. They're at the and Hyatt. The Hyatt, we but the... At the yeah, and the Marriott was really nice because we were right on the bay and everything like that. But we were just in a like a giant ballroom conference room, and they just they just had tables packed in there and players packed in there, and it was full the whole time. And it was a great it was great because I was like on the second floor, right above a restaurant. There was a Starbucks in there, so it was a really like I have to say, we do like as squad games, we do a lot of tournaments, and I felt like this was very it was like a very low key LVO, and everything was just very nicely. Co- compacted and together um but it was lvo uh, without the extra space we get yeah yeah and, and but we didn't get to go to KabulaCon, which we should have because we didn't start the the event the kill team event didn't start till 11 so we really should have gotten up and headed over but again it's like a couple blocks down the road so it, it's kind of like it's i don't know i feel like you're coming there to go to the KabulaCon or you're coming there to game and it's it's not either or you, you got you got to pick now, yeah on friday your- uh-huh go ahead um, no, go ahead first. On Friday, we got there, we set up, and then on Saturday, yeah. we went down and played. We got there early to set up some new terrain, um, a different type of terrain that we've been uh, playtesting. And then on Sunday, instead of going down early, I think we just took our time. And that's the day that we caught it, could have went to KabulaCon. Oh, we had to pack up the car and everything. I remember oh, yeah, that. that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Now, now. You don't live there either, right, Garrett? What did what, how did what, what how did you spend your time in those mornings because of the late tournament start? Oh yeah, so I'm I'm pretty local. I mean, I, I don't live in like South San Francisco, but uh, I, I live over across the bay in Berkeley, so you know, like a half hour drive. So drove over the morning of, and then uh, I, as I think I, I mentioned, I had a little family reunion uh, down on the mm-hmm. peninsula, so I went and stayed down there with my in laws overnight, and then came back up for the second day. It was actually good. It was a tidy little trip for me. Um, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you guys have good food at your family reunion? Reunion? <laughs> oh, always, always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they, uh, they, they do well. <laughs> my my wife awesome. and uncle uh, host a host a good gathering. So, yeah, that's good. That's very good. Mm-hmm. G, you had a question. Yeah, I was going to actually ask. Um, some to Garrett. Now that you've come to this one, do you plan on going to other frontline gaming events or maybe some other ones out in California? I mean, I had so much fun. I would love to. Um, there's a there's a balancing act, right? I've got a I've got a, a wee one at home, and there's only so long that I can you know uh, abandon my parental duties for. So of course, um, I think it's probably not going to be like a you know long like very long car ride or. Um, or flight away, but to the extent that there's stuff within like a reasonable drive for me, I'll, I'll 
probably be trying to find it. Um, you know, SoCal, where where y'all are, um, I'd, I'd love to try to make it down for something there. I'll just have to, you know, pick my Just moment. make it worth <laughs> it. Make it a good event, my guy. Yeah, you exactly. Know, we, we, got a, so. we got a couple. The... I know that I believe John runs tournaments up there and so does Baki. So, mm-hmm. and I think Sheldon's going to be starting a brand new tournament circuit. Uh, I think he posted pictures of it. I don't know if they're public or not yet. Um, called enter the tomb. So I believe that's going to be a narrative kill team experience. So if you're in the area for those things, uh, I'm sure that uh, they would love to have you guys there or you, your team or, everyone because you know as as what i always try and harp on is that like competitive isn't like super competitive it's just like a great way to get a lot of games in and learn the game better so did you feel like you learned a lot yeah yeah i think so i mean i went in with i don't know maybe 12 or 15 games in hand and going from 12 or 15 games to you know what like 17 or 20 is uh yeah there, there's a lot that you pick up um and uh yeah definitely and, uh, you know the quality of play was really high um in, in all the matches so yeah i definitely learned a lot and yeah got a lot more games in than what a normal weekend that's for sure and what did you say sir so I always encourage tournaments, especially smaller tournaments. And I hate saying that BO is small, but 30 people is kind of, it's slightly restrictive. Um, but I, it's still a really good turnout. Uh, but I find that going to tournaments, especially tournaments filled with like um, the Kill Team community, because I find that generally speaking, most people that we know in California who play Kill Team are generally really cool people. But um, I feel like they're the best learning opportunities for new players. You're probably going to get smashed by a few people, but it's, it's the only way you're going to be exposed to a lot of teams and learn some new like, tricks. And I, I just think it's a really, if, if you are a newer player and you just want to get better, I sign up for, sign up for them, them tournaments. It's, you are going to walk away a f- superior player than, than just the day before. It's also important because you will get placed relatively quickly into your, players of your own skill. Yes. So you might play one game, maybe two game against somebody who's more out of your skill, but the more the longer the tournament goes, the more games that you play, you're going to find people of your skill level and you're going to be playing them more often than not, right? So that's pretty important. The other thing I want to shout out is I, I spoke to Kicker while we were there and Chris Bakke is going to be taking over the next BAO. So I'm excited to see him take over that. But also... They uh, FLG told us that if tickets would have sold faster, because there's a lot of people trying to go that did not end up getting tickets this year. Um, Like everyone found out that it sold out. And then I got, I don't know, like eight or nine DMS from people in SoCal being like, Hey, can you get any more tickets? It's like, no, (laughs) I can't do what I did at LVO. (laughs) I know it's not our event. I I felt, I felt really, really bad about that because I had people ask me too. I did um, a couple prep games beforehand at some of our local game stores here and it was just interesting because i was just like i can't i can't do anything for you guys but if if that's one thing to remember like when we do these events like if and this just only comes from like a, a tournament organizing aspect of it is that the more support shown at the beginning of like we're releasing tickets and everything like that the more that we can actually put into it the more that we can like get cooler swag or like get more space and be more accommodating it's, it's just but I, even I sponsors even, yeah and, and get the sponsorship that we that we need to so yeah so uh for a pro tip for you guys if you guys are trying to go to tournaments instead of waiting to the last minute the sooner you get your tickets like kicker told us he was like hey you know like if we know if we would have known like we could have got you guys 48 spots and moved you guys to a completely different area of the hall uh, or not even in that hall it would have been somewhere completely different but like in the end, everyone waited to the last minute. So, you know, if you're looking to go to LVO, use our affiliate link. If you're looking to go to LVO <laughs> or you're looking I mean, to go yeah. to LSO, our affiliate link, um, or, you know, any of those kinds of things, right? Uh, make sure that you try and get your tickets earlier in all seriousness, because that's going to show uh, FLG because we're just the tournament organizer for, for FLG, right? So like we promote, we try to get people there. We play the games with, you know, with them and 
but we don't control the ticket sales. We don't control how many spots are given. So if, if they see like all of a sudden, like day one, day two, 15, 20 tickets sell, they're going to give us more space. But if all the tickets don't sell until the last two weeks of the tournament, or until right before the tournament goes up, then obviously we're going to get more restricted because other games have taken up that space or just logistically, right? So um, yeah, that's that's mostly the, the important stuff on that. So going back to hobby track, um, Garrett, uh, I, I you are a, you're a listener of our podcast, right? Of course. Yeah. Now, what about hobby track and Emmanuel talking about hobby track um, inspired you the most into into uh, into doing this in general? Was it was it the fact that you get was it the fact that you get to compete with a brush? Was it just like something different to do? Like just like more of that kind of inspiration? Yeah, I mean, I honestly maybe I'm not the best person to answer this because I'm probably pretty naturally predisposed to want to do the hobby side anyways. You know, I, I think that's mm-hmm. the thing that really appeals to me the most about, about this whole, you know, hobby with the lowercase H, I guess, um, is, uh, is getting to, you know, build stuff, um, at, at the scale with your hands and, um, have it, have it all come together. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, for me, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, almost an excuse, <laughs> um, to, to like, uh, have a project to, to build out. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think, um, and then like a, maybe the fact that it's like a built in opportunity, uh, to, to share that journey with other people, right. You, you know, yeah. that other people are going to be tackling the same problem and finding creative ways to solve it. And, you know, seeing the way that, uh, that other folks have tackled it and then getting to show off the way that you do it. And, you know, there's a, there's a nice warm, fuzzy feeling, uh, that comes from letting other people see the stuff that you poured all this effort into and ooh and I it. And, uh, you know, it, it's, I don't know, it, you build each other up. Um, so I think that's the stuff that probably appeals to me the most about it. Yeah, hobby is definitely the most positive aspect of this side of the community. Everyone just can appreciate everything that people do. I will say, if you come down to AVTT, if you do, I'll make sure that you're going to be the first game streamed so that everyone listening to the podcast can uh, can see your models and have a good time. If not, that's not a big deal. We'll we'll the next time we see you at a tournament that we are that we are streaming at, uh, you got the same guarantee. Doing the hard sell. <laughs> I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I like I said. I you know I'd love to love to make it out to more of this stuff. Uh, Absolutely. Got to got to pick and choose. So. Absolutely. Family is the most important. So make sure that that's you know by far the for, the number one on the list. Here, here. I'm saying that because my wife is here and she bought me a mug that says uh, I love my wife more than Warhammer. And yes, she bought me this mug. So, you know. <laughs> 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 I like Turns how silent he bought she's it for himself. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of remind me of Jim Carrey right now. <laughs> no, it is. And I mean, like Dakota and I have a two-year-old together. So, I mean, we, we, uh, we completely understand. It's also one of the reasons why it was like, I, I almost bailed out of BAO because our, we didn't have someone to watch our dog last minute. So it, we understand how, how tough it is to definitely prioritize everything that's going on in everyday life. So we get it. Yeah. It was, yeah. um, it was also hard coming back, you know, our, our Soren, our son, he was very, um, mom sick. He didn't give a he, crap about me, but, oh. um, <laughs> well, he's two. He's, he's, he's definitely a mom. He's a mama's boy. boy. Yeah, he is. So he was, uh, he was very much like for the whole day, super whiny, wanted his mom. And then I take him to the park and he's like, no, I want my mom to take me to the park, you know? So yeah, <laughs> totally get it. It was like for the whole week, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't put this kid down. And our child is huge. Dakota is six, three and I'm five, eight. So you can imagine how big our kid is and like, oh man, you have to hold him the whole week, but it's, it ended up working out for us. So that, that's good. Did you say you have one kid or two kids? I've got, I've got one. I've got a 16 month old. Okay. Aww, yeah. Right. We're right in the same area because Soren's just over two. So yeah. Yeah. Right on. 
Yeah, congratulations, buddies. man. You know, yeah, little buddies. <laughs> yeah, same to y'all. We'll have to ha- we'll have to have like a one of these events one day. We'll have to have like a kill team and children or something. <laughs> oh my gosh! And have all the children come and destroy everyone's models. That's actually the reason why I could not get my blood angels done was that every time I pick up a blood angel, my two year old's like, Oh, are we going to be doing this? I'm like, No, not you, bud, not you. And um, (laughs) it did not go too well. So, you know, I was trying to to find that time, but uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 no. Hobby desks and toddlers are pretty incompatible things. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Exacto blades and toddlers, <laughs> snippers oh, and toddlers, yeah. hobby saws. Oh man, yeah. I remember those days when you had to ask permission to use that stuff. I cut my finger so many times. I'm not gonna lie. I know to cut it. <laughs> still, every, still every to this day. Yeah. <laughs> to this day, I'm like, oh my gosh. Not the most. Um, I don't remember stuff great and I don't, uh, I don't, I don't use the hobby knife correctly, apparently. So, you know, <laughs> well, it sounds it like BAO was a blast. It was absolute blast. Absolutely. We want to, I want to thank you, Garrett, for, for jumping on, you know, Saya, thank you. Uh, Giacomo yeah. as, as well. Thank you for the time. Is there anything, uh, Garrett, you want to shout out? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, first of all, Games of Berkeley, that's my friendly local game store. Um, they're amazing. Um, and they are also the home of the narrative campaign that I think I mentioned earlier. But uh, together with the buddy Rick, we, we've been putting that on for uh, the past year and a bit. Um, and so, yeah, if you're, uh, you know, up in uh, up in the Bay Area and want to, you know, have some casual uh Casual games. We do a monthly meetup and have uh, ongoing narrative campaigns. So come hang out. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. How about you, Sai? You got anything you want to plug? Yeah, I actually just released my very first video on YouTube, Tabletop Mayhem, and it was actually about my experience at BAO. It's just a vlog, nothing super crazy but it was just kind of like the day-to-day check-in uh, for people who didn't get to go or people interested in going to tournaments and it's just kind of like the feeling you get when you go to them so I just thought it would be kind of interesting because you know one thing about us is we're always trying to reach new people newer players and build the community so it was just kind of like a fun little vlog um, so that's uh, Tabletop Mayhem and of course you guys can always follow me on my Instagram which is just Sayon have that in the show notes. How about you, Dakota? What you got to plug? There's too much stuff to plug. Um, I want to plug uh, Garrett's army once again. Uh, absolutely <laughs> oh, stunning. Shucks. Yeah, yeah, it, it really was. Uh, I'd also like to plug uh, our own YouTube. So, and also, I want to remind our listeners to don't forget to rate the podcast if you enjoyed it, or even if you didn't. Um, you know, we, 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 we help, we, we like the, the interactions and it helps us with all the algorithms. I'd also like to shout out our patrons for helping making this possible as well as our affiliate link with frontline gaming. Uh, if you guys need any firsthand models, make sure you go and check them out, uh, in the show notes, uh, everything that you guys spend through these affiliate links does help out the podcast. It does help us out. And, uh, I appreciate all you guys for doing that. There you go. And you can find me at uh, Wargaming Studios on Instagram where I just paint models and uh, never play with them. So it's perfect. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and there you go, guys. Um, thank you all for coming. Thank you all for coming. Until next time. Bye. Bye.